everybody. Welcome to our podcast. We are now on part two. And now where were we? Yeah, I saw it. It was... <laughs> um, but yeah, he he doesn't. He still has a bit on his cheeks. So he still gets a little irritated. And I've mm. got cream from the doctor for it because the yeah, doctor yeah. said to me it's cheek rash as well. But what's annoying, Cheryl, is when you tell someone this and you explain and you take the time to tell them and explain to them, oh, this is what it is, this is that. And then they say it again and then you take the time patiently to do it again. After five times, it's getting annoying, okay? Yeah. So um, Colin was like, oh, you just have to let it go over your head. And I'm like, I do, but why can't they let it go over their head? Yeah. I'm not going to come in. Um, and it's someone, apparently, all of his mum's sisters, like, sent a thing on their family line thing, like, oh, here comes the baby that doesn't feel the cold. <gasps> and it's just like, ugh. And now I've got to go and be around all these people again today. So I'm just adapting and putting him in something that looks really warm, but it's actually a little bit more breathable and something that I can just take off if he gets too hot. Um, And it's really interesting because my mum was worried about him getting too hot. Colin's mum was worried about him getting too cold. So we had two grandmas fighting kind of over like something different. And my mum was right. Like he gets, he does get too hot anyway. I, I saw, that's why I was saying to you, you know, the moment that they see him sweating and having the little like head sweat, then you know they're gonna be like, "Oh, he's too hot! He's too hot!" Because Kira didn't; she was just like your little one, Jarvis. She had hair when she was born more than Jarvis did, but then it all yeah. fell out at like four months, and she was bald, so no one could tell she was hot. And then all her hair started coming in, and it would be like wet every time. And like, yes. and, and this was during winter. Like she wore, she was just like Java. She would wear like no, she would wear long sleeves but no pants. Like you know the dungarees that you clip at the bottom. And people would be like so shocked that I would bring my child out in the cold in the stroller for a walk around the park. And I'm like, you don't yeah. understand. This child is hot. Do you? She I, used to get these yeah. rash, red rashes here. Just here by her face. And it's from drooling and from like, you know, um, if yeah. anything rubs it's up sick. against her. And I was just yeah, like. They get wet and damp there. But I'm I'm going to have to tell Colin's mum today, like, you think now is an issue? Wait till summer because he's going to be naked. Uh, Kira was always in a diaper. around naked. Always yeah, in a diaper. diaper or naked. He's going to be naked or in a diaper. So you need to get used to it. And people must just get over it. it. Like, I'm sorry. Mm. If my child wants to be naked, they used to be so freaked out. Like, how can you not? Let her wear clothes. I'm like, hey, she's no, playing she's with gonna water. Be naked. In the yeah. bath. Yes. On the yes. veranda, in a little bucket, playing with water. Let my child be. Children need to. Okay, so this is the thing I was in South Africa, just to let you know. I was going to ask am... you about Kira in South Africa. She also. loved it. She was swimming every day. The first day swimming, she was so scared. Second day, she started jumping, going in the water and holding her breath. It was amazing. Did you post some pictures on our Instagram? I'm, I will post pictures. I did put some like videos, you know, yeah. um, some stories up and just to show them that like this is a. I'll also do a story today of Jarvis's outfit that yes, I chose. Do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I just it's so different. And we signed her up to play school, which is from nine till twelve every day. She loved it so and much. And what age group is play school? So, okay, she was the oldest. So you know, but usually it runs from one years old or. A I think one years old till three, but most mm-hmm. of them stop at two years old and they go to actual kindergarten, but it's the same. Kindergarten ends at 12. It's just play school is someone's house. So she was going right. to this lovely lady. Her name's Claire. 
she took us in usually at last minute they don't do that and she was so lovely and she's a, a, a jewish lady so every friday they bake kitka bread which is so tasty i ate one they would bake it together with the kids and then bring it home and i'd eat one mm. and kira loved it so she had such a great time going to play school and she like when she got there she said to claire oh i can do my abc and claire was like this is not that type of school kira this school is you play and you make friends and you draw and you do fun Learn that things. way yeah not saying that they don't play here i'm saying that kira thought it was school school so she was not happy to go until she, she went the first day and then after that she was like i'm so excited for school today like i'm gonna play and she had a great mm. time with my mom we had a lovely i posted some instagram stories um when we went away we went to this beautiful wine farm and my mom spent the evening with kira i was a little bit disappointed not with my mom, just disappointed because my mom was like, I got this. I'm going to look after Kira. I'm going to take her to school in the morning. I'll fetch her. So then I, I'm like, cool. So I send her a message. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fine. I, everything's running smoothly. I find out from my sister-in-law. My mom phoned her the day before and was like, I'm going to be alone with Kira. I don't know what to do. So my sister-in-law said, okay, bring Kira over to us and we will make dinner. But you have to keep in mind, my sister-in-law is really busy with the kids. Like she is dedicated. Mm -hmm. She's a stay-at-home mom, but she like works hard with them. She um, yeah. does homework with them. So I felt really bad because now she's cooking another meal for Kira and and like looking after a third child. So she was like, bring her up for from five o'clock because the kids will be done with homework. So then she said, it, it was fine, not a problem. Then my mom said, then they went down. And then the next day, my mom <clears throat> sends me a video of Kira, like really cute, her hair's done perfectly. And I'm thinking, wow, my mom did such a good job. So I said to her, you did such a great job. And she's like, yeah, I um, I got Mabel, which is my my sister-in-law's nanny to come down Eugene. <laughs> and do her hair and get her ready for school. So I was just like, mom, she's like, you, you, what? I still got it done. I went to go buy her breakfast. I'm like, oh my gosh, mommy. Do you think it's just not in, well, actually listening to her podcast, it's, it, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> like, I just think that's just how she functions yes. and how she works. Like, and I'll get it done. Yes. But I'll do it my way. My way. And, and my way. And Shay, yeah. my sister-in-law was so sweet because she was like, your mom would come up and bring the kids without letting her know. And then the kids would eat dinner and Kira would just be sitting there. So she was like, and I do make dinner for her. I always have food. But she was like, if you could just let me know. And I said to her, I'm sorry, but I don't even know that <clears> my mom's doing that. Like, honestly, I like look around the house and Kira's gone. So well, you know, it was great. Uh, the whole the holiday was lovely, and it's so different. Then P children are running barefoot every day, and they mm. are swimming. It was great. Like, it's, it's disgusting a little bit to say this, but we were at the public pools, and Kira was eating something, and she went into the pool, and I was like, "Hey, don't take food into the pool." And Alec was like, Cheryl, a bird just flew past and pooped in the water. And you worried about her sandwich going in the water, dirtying yeah. it. So he was just like, yeah. "It's this is South Africa. Everything's free. 
like you she know. makes me laugh so much um me and my friend chloe have this saying where we're like oh god they're a mess we're a mess everyone's a mess and it doesn't <laughs> it's never a negative connotation it's always it's a positive mess and kira's just a mess like you walk i came to your house the other day and she looked like a bag lady yeah she dressed herself and like she looked a mess and her hair and she was just like running around and like she's just one of those kids and then I don't know. Are you okay to share what happened to her recently? Yeah. If I go into it. So yeah. she had this ring and Colin was like, ayo, ayo. Like Colin's <laughs> freaking out because she kept putting this ring in her mouth. And then I said to her, Kira, if you keep putting that ring, because I'm quite hard with Kira, but she mm. knows she gets yes. it with me. I was like, Kira, if you keep putting that ring in your mouth, you're going to swallow it and you're going to end up in hospital. Do you want to end up in hospital? She's like, no. And I'm like, so don't put the ring in your mouth. And then she said to me, I, she, I didn't tell you this. She said to me, my mum said I can, so I am. And I just no. went, your mum did not say you can. And she was like, yes, she did. I was like, Kira. And she smiled and she took it out. She walked away, turned her back and put it back in her mouth. I was like, fine, put it in your mouth then. So then I sat down. I'm in bed. When was it? What night? I think it was. I can't remember. Oh, the night before we started work. So it must be Thursday night. Wednesday. Thursday oh, night. Wednesday yeah. night. So... Yeah, because you started work Thursday. No, uh, 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 Thursday night because I started actual work on Friday. Oh, okay. So Thursday night, I'm lying in bed and I get a message and I didn't even, I wasn't even scared. I laughed out loud, Cheryl. And I know that's really bad. No, I laughed some, too. If you'd have told me something worse, I would have been, I literally get a message from Cheryl and it was like, Kira swallowed a ring. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> ran into the living room and I said, Colin, I'm going to tell you something now. And you're literally not going to be surprised. And he was like, what? I was like, Kira swallowed a ring. And he went, ha, ha, and he started laughing. And we just both started laughing. And I was just like, good God, like this girl, she's a mess. So tell us about it. Kira swallowed a ring. Probably okay. one of the things that most parents are so scared about. Okay. When they have toddlers, right? I have to be honest. So... I never said she can put things in her mouth, but lately she's been having an attitude. If her dad says no to her, she'll say, mommy said I can. And then he'll come ask me and I'm like, no, mm. I did not say. Or he'll, she'll say that daddy says she can. <gasps> okay. So we've been going through a thing where we've been really hard on her about, you know, telling fibs. Because we don't want to use the word lying because I feel it's a bit harsh. Um, it's such a harsh word. So what happened White was, lies, my mom used to say. Yes, white lies. White lies. Better. And so... She comes to me. Okay, so this ring, it's like this. It's quite thick. It's like two, about a set, two centimeters long. And what happened was after you left, she rode her bike over the ring. So it got flattened. So it was like a flat ring. So it was just Again, a Again, what a mess. I know. So now <laughs> she's holding <laughs> this flat ring. And that night she comes to me, she's like, mommy, mommy, I need water. I need water immediately. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get up, you know me, I take my time. I'm like getting her cup and I'm talking to Alec. And she's like, I need water right now, right now. I need it. And I'm like, Kira, what is wrong with you? And don't say I want water. She kept saying I want. I was like, that's rude. You need to say, please, may I have some water and I'll get you water. And I was like, you need to start being more polite. This is not okay. She's like, I swallowed yeah. the ring. <laughs> I swallowed the ring it's stuck in my throat and I'm like you swallowed the ring and Alec is like no Kira you didn't swallow the ring are you serious so he goes and looks on the floor because she just dropped we just heard her drop it and he's looking around he's like are you serious you really swallowed the ring and she's like no yes <laughs> she's now getting scared because she's, she's freaking she's, out she's worried she's in trouble or like gonna die 
She's like, we need yeah. wait. And she's like, oh my gosh, I, I I swallowed it. Yes, I did. And and then she kept saying no, yes, no. So now we're like not sure. Like, did you swallow it or didn't you? So I say to her, you're not in trouble. I just need to know, did you or did you not swallow it? And she's shaking her head no, but she's saying yes with her mouth. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this child is <laughs> yes. driving me. He's like, no, yes, the whole time. So. Now Alec is freaking out because he's thinking it's really bad. So he's like, we need to make her vomit. So he takes her to the bathroom and he starts like putting his fingers down her throat. And he's like, she's now like gagging and crying and screaming. It's quite a, it's quite a a scene. It's very traumatic, but I'm laughing the whole way through. I started laughing from the moment she told me. So I'm just laughing. And I don't know if it's a nervous thing that I do, but I laugh until like the tears were streaming down my face. And then I'm like, okay, Alec, it's not going to happen. Maybe it's best we just take her to the ER, but I'm sure they're going to send us home because it's not a big deal. The only thing I was worried about, because it's like quite thick and it was flattened, I was like, I'm worried that you're going to make her vomit. It's going to get stuck in her throat because I'm quite surprised. I was like, girl, how big is your throat? Like, how did you swallow that big thing? You know? Yeah. And we get to the ER and they're like, oh, what type of ring is it? Plastic? Blah. Um, I'm like, it's a silver, silver. ring. And mm. I'm sorry. She asked me if she could take the ring and keep it as a, you know, she's going to look after it uh, for me. And I gave her one that's like not really that big of a deal. And they were like, is there any stones? And I was like, there's a tiny little stone in the flower, but it's like not a claw. It's just stuck in there, I think, I'm sure. So he takes an x-ray and you see it on the x-ray. It's huge. And they're like, whoa, it's quite I a big I saw the x-ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's huge. It's, it looks huge in her. So I was like, oh, The sorry. amount of x-rays you've sent me, Cheryl. The amount of x-rays. You, I know. I've, I've had an x-ray from Cheryl and saw her husband's penis. <laughs> and then I had an x-ray from Cheryl with a ring inside her daughter. And an x-ray. Did, did she get of an x-ray arm. of her arm? Of her yes. arm. Yes. So many x-rays. Broke. So many x-rays. And I just want to let you know, I even tried to blur out my husband's penis. And Kat's like, there's no point to blur it out. I can see the outline of it. You I'm can like, oh. see it. You can see the penis. And then yes. Alex like, great, Cheryl. Everyone's seen my penis now. I'm like, yes. Well, you know. But anyway. yes, so I just think... It was a good experience, and now I've gone through two poos that she's had. I've used a chopstick that is, you know, throw you throw it away right after. Mm-hmm. So great. And I haven't found the damn ring yet. So tomorrow we might take her back to the ER just to have, because it was really quick. We went in and out. Like, we were quite surprised. Oh, wow. So we might just take her back to the ER just to have another scan, just to make sure it's come out. Um, I feel like most parents, because it's something I'm worried about. Jarvis has been putting his hand in his mouth a lot. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when, and if he's if I've swaddled him, because I swaddle on the ones that are up, right? Yes, the and, then, up, and then they do that. Of, like a sleep and... thing. And he's doing that. So I take his hand out because I want him to put his hand in his mouth. So I encourage that. And he's really like getting up in there now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, gross. But okay. And he gets fluff in his hand as well because his thumb sometimes still goes mm-hmm. in. So he gets fluff caught in there and he's like, and I'm like, oh God, this is gross. But still, I encourage it. But I do worry like when he's older, is he going to pick something up and put it in his mouth and choke? That's... Like it is... It's oh. such a, a worry for parents, I feel. Yes. Um, and actually something I did when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, my mum has a cross and um, we took a nap together on the bed and she put her cross necklace on the side. I took the cross off the chain, put the cross in my mouth and I swallowed it. 
Mm. And I woke I woke my mum up and said, Mum, I swallowed the cross. She was like, What? I was like, I swallowed the cross. And she was like, Oh my God. She's freaking out. I remember suggesting to put a toothbrush down my throat to get it out. She was like, That'd be so ridiculous. She's freaking. Andrew's like, Yeah, we need to go to the hospital. My dad, my stepdad. Yeah. So we drive to the hospital and they said, like, oh, um, across okay, you need to stay in hospital. I was in hospital for a week, mm-hmm. a whole week, and they had to monitor it going through my body until it got to a safe place where um I could poop it out. Yes. But because it's pointy whereas she swallowed a ring so her, it, it's not as dangerous but mine yes. was pointy and they said to my mum if she had swallowed the cross one size bigger because you know you can get them in bigger size she would that would have killed her so <gasps> I would have died if the, if I'd have swallowed it if, if it was one size bigger but I was in hospital for a whole week so the fact that she's out and running around and fine is great but you do need to check her poo my mum did and I remember it took her a while and then she found it and she was like we found it and we all celebrated and now like, you yeah, wore it got the cross. <laughs> I've got the cross I wear it yeah and probably the only person that can say Jesus has been inside me <laughs> he went because it's Jesus on a cross yeah um, literally pinned to a cross and he's literally traveled through my body and out my anus yeah but um yeah it was my great grandmother's what so a great I wear it sometimes this is what I was gonna say it's such a great story but also that your mom got it like I'm just like it's fine if I find it, I'm just gonna flush that ring because I'm not gonna fish Keep it out it. Keep it. If you find it, oh. put it in a bit of bleach and keep it and give it to her and say, she... this went through your body <laughs> and then keep it for when she's Oh, yeah, I can put it on a her. chain because right now it's squashed, but it's got like a little loop on the one side because it's... it's squashed weirdly. So I'm a... It's a yeah. conversation piece. I'll it's interesting. Like, this was in your body for, I don't know, maybe it's going to take a week because it took yours a week. But yeah, yes, I am. It took a week. Yeah. So I'm quite like impressed with kira because it was really big I, i'm so sh- surprised she didn't choke but we're really yeah. lucky because i saw some horror stories you know about um grapes and stuff that's why you don't let children have popcorn and grapes because they mm-hmm. inhale it and it goes into their lung <clears throat> i've given oh. kira popcorn i've given kira grapes i didn't cut the grapes ever i just gave it to a hole but i saw like a really terrible story about it and it goes in the lung and then it, they can't get the oxygen into their lungs and that's when they start to like suffocate but it takes a while so you have to go so I would say to Alec like at first we were both like maybe we should just wait till she poos but then I said to him you know I read an article and this is what happened so let's just make sure that it's not in the lung because I don't know she seems looks like fine but she's always looks fine yeah. you know even when she broke her arm she still that fine. girl I yeah, I do think that there's a lot of parents out there, you know, those helicopter parents that will be watching or listening, sorry, or watching the clips and being like, oh, my God, and like freaking out. And it's I just know like... I, I haven't told some of the other parents that we know because I'm just worried they're going to be like, yeah, I told you it's going to happen. You don't watch your kid like because I, don't, yeah. you know, so I'm just worried they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not surprised because you don't pay attention. But when we go to the park, I let her roam free. Not that I let her like roam like an animal. I'm just let her play and I'm sitting there. I can see her, but I'm not going to stand mm-hmm. right by her um because I want her to be able to fall be a and child. get up. Children break things. Children have so- like I said, I I have the same story as her but worse because my object was just slightly worse. And also you know, they like- did say to me they were like it's very she's very lucky that it has no um claws or anything sharp because they were like if it's sharp should have to stay and they were like maybe we would have to operate if it doesn't come out and it gets lodged like if it gets stuck that's that's it that's what my problem was yeah 
Mm-hmm. So he yeah, said to directly. me, but because this is such a, he was like, it's quite a solid and there's nothing there. Like the sides aren't that sharp. He's like, I'm not worried. The doctor was like, I'm is not this, worried. Is it the same doctor you saw that broke her arm? No, but it's the same doctor oh. we saw when she was really sick with that high temperature hallucinating. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm, he was like, mm-hmm, you again. Mm-hmm. Like he saw it. He was like, I recognize you. <laughs> Kira's like, yeah, no. Same. She's like, this, no. <laughs> and he's. He's like, oh, no, I'm not going to stick anything up your nose this time. This time we need to oh. check what's in your tummy. I was like, oh, my gosh. This, this, the guy's this child, probably like, this child. <laughs> Why yeah. are and you don't, back? Like, we're not advocating or laughing at, like, oh, don't watch your parent and be irresponsible and this and that. But what we are trying to say is things happen. Like, mm. it's normal. Don't freak out all the time. I remember being in Ikea, like, a couple of years ago here, and this kid fell over, and the mum came rushing over and was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And the kid was absolutely fine, and he stood up. And she she was like, are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, oh. And she was really, like, over the top. And normally when you do that with kids, they then start crying because yeah. you're freaking out. So they freak out. But this kid just wasn't freaking out, and he was just, like, stood there. And she was like, oh, oh, like go. And it was just, oh, my God, woman, leave him alone. Like, yeah. this kid's fine just say okay get up off we go kids will let you know if something's wrong like if they're severely hurt yeah and sometimes people can just be a bit too much right and again it sounds really judgmental but it's just coming from a place of like i think sometimes especially in taiwan people just need to calm down a bit yeah you know but yes um i think it's you know these parents they either have some issues like issues like um that they tried a long time to have a baby or that they have um worries like they have attachment you know um not issues but I'm not I don't want to say that but you know so I can understand from their point of view but sometimes for me I feel bad because I have parents like friends that say like oh my child just started school and he cried and I was like and but I didn't say that I was just like you know it's normal I promised you by the end of the week your child will have forgotten but they like oh no we're only doing half day because you know i'm not ready but i was like it's not are you not ready or is your child not ready so sometimes there is a thing but um again with south africa we had an amazing time i really think everyone would love it because you get so much vitamin d like i just want to live that free life you know um mm-hmm. like backpacking life over there not Did not that it is in the future you guys will move there in the future yes like... I just think the schooling and everything is so much better like I go I went to go see my niece's school my and it's beautiful it's a school I went to from grade three to grade seven it's an mm-hmm. all-girls all school and it's beautiful like the land is beautiful the teachers are great they have okay so this is what I think is amazing they have school from like 7:30 they get to school or leave the house i'm not sure what time it starts but and they and the the youngest one she's 6 she's in grade 2 or grade 1 i'm not sure if she, which one if but they she gets home she leaves school at 1:30 but she doesn't leave school she finishes school at 1:30 and then they have extra murals so they can choose do you want to do swimming soccer netball hockey Mm -mm. it's all these extra things and they have to take at least two it's compulsory but you can choose more and my oldest niece I realized you know I was saying to my mom and I feel bad because I think my mom felt really hurt when I said this I said I was so good at swimming and I was going to be part of a team and everything but because my mom wasn't around when I was little no one nurtured 
it ever like they'd never told me oh you should do this because you're good at it or oh you should do this like my, there's a lot of things my mom wanted me to do like piano and maybe I wasn't great at piano but we carried on That's doing such an this Asian, Asian thing thing I feel as well yeah but I was watching my sister-in-law with my nieces and yes she has a lot of help at home with like looking after her kids but she does a lot of it herself like makes food for them And she fetches them every day. So she goes with the driver. They have a driver, maybe because she doesn't drive. There's lots of traffic. And when you get there, it's so easy to just jump out. And then the driver will go and park the car. Um, in most cases, some moms don't know how to drive. But I think she she does drive. Um, so I saw her. She's like really good with her kids as She's like, okay, you're good at swimming. So we're going to continue. And she'll ask them, how do you, did you like swimming today? Because they just started started that week when I arrived and she's like so her little one said oh I don't want to do an extra mural on a Friday but I'm enjoying all these other ones so she's like that's fine then we don't have to do that but she nurtures it like she'll go and watch them like she's she's what because you know she she it's just nice like to have someone Yeah. watch you and be there to tell you you did such a great job and you know and br she brings them lunch cooked lunch afterwards so my oldest niece does swimming and soccer and all these extra murals and then her mom brings it to her uh, to eat and I told my mom like I wish I had that because I see that and I'm not saying like I'm jealous what I'm saying is it would have been nice to have that growing Yeah. up because I said to my mom I had Mabel And it's not Mabel's fault either. And it's not Mabel's duty, but no one like sat down with me and was like, Hey, you're good at these things. So let's sign up for these. Like I never signed Yeah, up same. for any of these Yeah. things. And I think it's just And it's the, not the year, like like our generation, maybe. But uh, well, I just think it's circumstantial. I don't think your mum, I mean, your mum has been able to provide a fabulous life for all Yeah. of you and open doors for all of you that um, I don't have, you Yeah. know, um, and that's great. And that's because she made those sacrifices and those choices. My mum was a single mum at a really young age and had to just do what she had to do just to even get by, you Yeah. know, and, I, and it's interesting because I made a comment and my mum got a bit offended and I feel like the, what you just said, um, my mum should know me by now to not be offended by what I say or not get irritated. But I made a comment in the car and I said, like, Jarvis is going to have such a different upbringing to me. Like, he's going to learn languages. He's going to travel the world. He's going to have parents that are together. Yeah. And my mum was like, well, I tried with that. And I was like, well, and she was like, that's a really rude thing to say. And I was like, it's not. It's just fact. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you didn't try. It's not a judgment on you. It's just a comment. Like, it, it makes a difference, you know. And I will be a bit more attentive to those things because I never had it like yourself. So, but yeah, I think if we put ourselves in our mum's shoes, when our kids are older, if we've done things a certain way that worked for us and worked for them, but maybe they saw something different in a friend group, they might even comment to us, well, why did you say if you do move back to South Africa, Kira might say, well, why did we come to South Africa? Like, I'm going to go back to Taiwan because I like this and that. Yeah. Oh, you made the wrong choice for me. Like, it could... You did the There's right always thing for her going, at the time. yeah, yeah. There's always There's always going going to to be be, those things, and always. and so I did say to my sister-in-law, like I told her, we went together, and I'd sit with her after school, and I said to her, "You've done such a great job." Like, yeah, honestly, I think what you do is great because you really nurture your kids. Yes, it's it's hard, and maybe it's lonely because I can tell, you know, my brother works all day like my mom did, but. 
he doesn't really help with the kids that much and he doesn't really know the kids schedules he is there in the evenings and he reads to them at night so I do think it's so different there and I want Kira to have that I want her to go to school not be at school all day and then be able to take sports after school and then fetch her and they're also very accommodating like she also oh, needs that she needs that she she's does. got a lot of energy she needs it like I was trying to explain it to people why I think she'll flourish more it's not because she's a bad kid it's not because she has no. tantrum it's because i just think she is someone that needs that more... she needs to apply that energy somewhere yeah but saying that i will counter argue like the south africa taiwan thing there are things in taiwan you can do there are swimming classes there are soccer classes yes, football but it's not um, offered at the school so you know it's not no. like it's a uh, like um, uh, well saying that it is if you go to certain schools so yes. i know colin's um colin's sister has put her her boys into um a school that is really known for football soccer and they join a team and they play every day after school it's too much they play on saturdays they play on sundays and she's there constantly they just went to korea to play because they won a match went to korea won in korea came back won some awards in taiwan and then went to china to play and then they're back again but football is their whole life yeah. like you go into his house it's just awards everywhere and that's all they do like football 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 so there are schools um you can find that here yeah. i don't just think that's a, a south african thing i do think that oh no i just think it's a western thing like maybe mm. it's because it's in every school in South Africa, you must take an extra mural and yeah. it doesn't, it's not like academic, it's more sports. It's not in England. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know. But also Alec was like, no, it's not compulsory in America, but for us, it's, it's like same in England. a huge yeah. thing, especially at a boys' school. Rugby, rugby is a huge thing, and it yeah, it makes people have such long-lasting relationships and friendships from that. But I don't and want him to play rugby. You know, no. I sent you that photo the other day of him with a ball. <laughs> yeah, and, I was like, and you were like a rugby player. But people who play rugby and like contact sports like that get really like damage their brains and their heads. Like they get and, those and, um, their body cauliflower ears. ears. Oh, oh well, yeah. We call them cauliflower ears. I don't mind that. Like that's an aesthetic but, um, thing. That's up to him. But like a mental thing. Like, it's really it's... dangerous too, because like, right, like I remember people playing rugby at school and. Um, someone getting really hurt and there was some boy who died because of the the, contact, yeah. the contact and it was just the way he was crushed it, it's terrible but you know I don't want like I'm not saying I want Kira to play rugby but I just think <laughs> being there I've, I've I, I felt pure happiness like I haven't yeah. had that happiness in such a long time and I realized that I really miss my family and you and know, that's it, family. I was speaking it? to my sister-in-law and I was trying to help see if she wants me to move back. And I don't know if she's excited, but I just want to be accepted openly. Like, you, I don't want to intrude on their lives if their lives are happy. But it's but, also your life. It's I your know. family. It's where you grew up. Like, you're but not I, intruding. If anything else, outsiders are intruding. Yeah. You're just going back to something that you had before. Yeah. Um, And, you know... That's if you do, if you guys do end up choosing to do that, 
because I was thinking the other day, like for you, you have done such a good job coming back to Taiwan and building a life for yourself here. You've made friends. You make such an effort with so many people and you've made friends here. You've got a good job here. Like um, you do what's right for Kira and you like she's just recently moved to another school again because it fits her personality better. Right? Oh, my gosh. And she it? loves it. She's like not no cries, nothing like it's See, been that, so great. I'm surprised by that. I thought she was going to have an adjustment period where she's no. like a bit confused or whatever, but nothing. That's nothing. brilliant. So it is a bit of a shame if you do go as well, also because of me. Yeah. <laughs> but I want you in Jarvis's life. You I know. Like, you are my go-to babysitter. I'm like, damn it. No, um, of course, I'm going to always be here. Uh, I just think there's so many things that are, is going on. And I was... Adjusting, like we adjusting. said. Our whole lives are adjusting at the yeah. moment. Um, so it's been great to catch up. Yes. Um. We think we're going to film an episode about um, working with special needs children, yes. right? Yes, um, I'm excited to do that. I've also worked at special needs schools. That's what I did in England before I moved here. Yeah. Um, did some self-employment working and doing drama workshops. So I know how difficult it is for, well, especially for teachers that do it full time because I was an in-out person yes. and that was hard. Um, so I'd be really interested to to speak to the lady that you've, contacted to come yes. on and i do want to do i'm going to do a bit of research into breastfeeding and formula feeding yes let's do that one that's going to be that. very interesting yeah and if there's any listeners out there that would like to come on and talk about their story please contact us on instagram yes. send us a message if you want to come on and talk about your experience as a parent as a foreigner as a woman as a man anything yes. let us know and if it's something we think we can collaborate on then we can definitely do that yeah right okay Wish we look at this wedding Good luck, and I can't wait to see. Take pictures, please. I'm going to. I'll post on our Instagram. of. I'll see if I can catch someone telling me that my baby's too cold. And then you'll be like, aha! Catch them in the <laughs> like, I'm putting you on social media. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think we'll leave it there this week. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.